right, hey there, and um, welcome to apparently another, yeah, player <laughs> two video review discussion thingamajig. Um, my name is Tim Henderson. I've been playing the PlayStation 5 version of the third installment, third mainline installment of No More Heroes. Um, the courtesy of um, Decibel, thank you very much for the code. Um, because I have no idea what I'm talking about, really. Um, Paul decided it'd be better to have somebody who does know what he's talking about on this call. Oh, is he me. coming on later or no? He is not. That's why that's <laughs> that's why you are here. You are here in lieu of him. So yes, we awesome. also have um Adam Rock as the man who um reviewed the Switch version of the game, which I guess this has turned out to be a timed exclusive. It came out about a year ago now, am I correct? Uh absolutely, yeah. I actually went back and I reread my review because I was like, how long ago was that? It felt like it was a while. So it must have been a 12-month exclusive. Must have been. Give or take, yeah. Mm. Um, which I, I find interesting how that ended up the case. Um, because I guess the first thing I kind of want to state, I mean, like full disclosure, we're actually recording this quite early. There's no exciting convention things happening in Australia for the first time in like two or three Tomorrow. years that are kind of forcing our hands to be either super early or super late. I've not actually had the code for very long thus far, but um, it really... Like booting this game for the first time um, over the weekend, like it really didn't feel to me like most of the time, at least when it's at its best, like No More Heroes 3 in any way would benefit from being a handheld experience, other than the fact it would have made it easier for me to have played more of it by now for discussion purposes. So I actually, um, I, I'm never really a fan of uh, when handheld games or something try to put in a mechanic or a control scheme that benefits like motion controls that doesn't really feel like it's needed to be there. It's very rare you find games that actually put it in there because it makes the game better instead of but being... This franchise unique. is infamous for using the Wiimote to jerk off your sword, so... They still have that, except you're now jerking uh, your Switch, and I quickly oh, stopped PS3 that. The PS3 is just this on the... Right, I, yeah, I just hit the button. Like you have the choice at least, so it's not like they're forcing you to do that. Um, and I actually remember that from the the Wii version, even though I only dabbled in that version. Um, I, I remember jerking the gherkin <laughs> for for that, and I was like, "Look, I find that funny." Um, and I've got to admit, but like my girlfriend could walk into the room while I'm playing. Like, what are you doing? Shh, I played a game. <laughs> Um, it's still funny, like, even when you're playing the game and you're watching, like, you're in the middle of this fight with your laser sword, and he's, like, <laughs> trying try to charge the thing and up. And if you're, like, fully downcharged, like, he gets two hands going, like, to get it, like, yeah, he's like come on, come on. there. <laughs> it's funny, man, like, and that's, a, I think, one of the big takeaways now, you're, you're a little bit into it now, so it's not like you just yeah. played the tutorial, you're quite a few hours into it, and... Obviously, the standout thing in this series, and No More Heroes 3 is exactly the same, is that its humour is what makes it. It's absolute, uncanny, weird humour that only humor... seems to resonate with the game itself. I don't see that anywhere else. I don't know if it's humour per se so much as just the uncanny in general. Like It is yeah, just okay. an eccentric, eccentric thing. Which Very you would expect from yeah. Suda Fifty One. Like this is not isolated within his no. body of work. <laughs> no, by and any I, means. I, I kind of feel like there's um there are people around him uh that stop him from 
doing more than what he's currently doing with it because I, I feel like it holds itself back in some regards. And I'm just like, you just know that there were meetings where like, so we're thinking this and then I, I, I don't know, he's really pops out or something. Like and he's like, that's the best idea. I'm like, uh, no, we're not gonna. I felt like those meetings are just like, yeah, we cannot legally launch it in half of the territories. <laughs> we will be banned from eighty percent of the countries we want to release this in. Um, um, I, I guess I see it as like very much a let's call it eccentric humor because I do find it funny the fact that it is just so like utterly over the top. Everything about it is over the top. You could just say it's uh, it's extra. In every facet. I believe that's exactly what you said in your review. There you go. Oh, I'm quoting myself. How about that? Sue myself for plagiarism there. <laughs> so yeah, extra. And that's um it's the easiest way to explain how it handles absolutely everything. And when I say absolutely everything, I mean the boss battles, you just the the story itself, you just don't I didn't know what to expect next. And it's so self-aware. So I'm trying to think about... It's uh, too self-aware. It uses it as... A, I feel like it tries to use it as a crutch for its own yes. shortcomings sometimes. It's kind of yes. like, yeah, it'd be better if we did this, wouldn't it wink? And, go, and I'm just going, I see you wink, but also, yes, it would. And that's that's a... I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a problem, but um, it can be when a game has such a cult following. And I'm not mm. sure if you'd call it a cult following because these games weren't super popular, but they were popular enough. And if they got so much of a cop following that you have these fans, sometimes you can make uh, jokes and humor and gameplay decisions that really do like give a nudge and a wink to the players who are very familiar with it. And if you're not familiar with it, you can kind of feel left out. It's like, oh, what, what's what's the deal with that? It feels like that was important what they just said. And it's like, no, it wasn't important. But if you played number one and number two, you'd really like find that. You're rolling on the floor right now, man. <laughs> you would just be cacking yourself um i found uh the levels of self-awareness that i like is the fact that uh there's there's these aliens they they want to take over the the earth planet <laughs> planet and there's 10 of them and they're in ranks and there's like oh and uh yeah the it's a it's a ranking system and you've got to fight them like starting from rank 10 all the way up Oh, it is I mean, literally just like here is. I think it almost as much, says as much. Like here is a list of bosses. It yes. basically says it's a boss run, which gets to like, I guess one of like my big issues with it. So I was absolutely in love with this game, like the presentation, like the fact that it like even did stupid shit. Like, so the whole premise is like there's this guy when he was a kid and he had an alien friend called Fu, I think, and it's presented it. in this like late seventies, early eighties anime style. It's even like four three, like washed out. Um, and the promise has come back exactly 20 years later. And then the new one looks like it was made, you know, in the current century. And it's like widescreen. Um, and he comes back and he's now like an evil prince of the universe, fucking yeah. whatever. Um, of course, the other guy, his friend, has grown up into like a cutthroat executive. So he sees his, you know, old childhood friend, Alien, who still comes back saying, I love you. Yep. Like, like an evil possessed Charles Boyle. Um, and you're seeing people, you're seeing him murder, murder fools all over the place. And he's like, Straight you up. shouldn't do that. This is bad. But also, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah, cool with enough. it. Yeah, that's I mean, whatever. it's not how I would do things, but you know. <laughs> what, like, yeah, like, whatever, man. Um, and I've lost my train of thought here. Oh, no, just, um, just keep going. It's, it's like, that ranking. exactly the game. <laughs> it's, the, but it's the ranking thing, because what, like, <clears throat> got me is, and I was kind of, I had been playing quite a lot of Ghost of Tsushima. 
in my like kind of backlog and getting quite into it. And I freaking love the combat in that game, especially for an open world game. I think they, especially with um, standoffs, they did a very good job of like using that as a means of communicating how you're supposed to approach the combat and that parrying is very important and you shouldn't just go in there and try and combo everything. And I come to this and it's like first step and I went back and forth to like see if it was nuts and I made myself worth, worse at both games. Because the button allocations is like a little bit different. Like this is not. It a took universal. a bit for me to get used to. Um, mm. And then I got used to one, and then I got used to the other, and got used to the, and it kind of went Switch back, back and forth. The, the real issue here, though, is because I was like, okay, so you're saying you're like Shadow of the Colossus, except instead of high art, you're like somebody went into Quentin Tarantino's personal video library and just cut a bunch of random bits of tape together. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino the difference... would love this game. <laughs> it. The, diff- the difference is, so Shadow of the... I mean, I'm, they're very different games. But Shadow of the Colossus, eat, like, there's nothing in between. And, like, each boss is its own challenge, and you understand what you're doing in that challenge. You learn it as you go. No More Heroes li- 3, at least, literally just throws all these tutorials at you. Mm-hmm. It kind of knows it's doing it. But then you're kind of just left to your devices, and you get thrown into these wild, crazy boss fights, and you're just, you're just not familiar enough with the combat system at all. And it's... Yep. Overworld is so empty, and you could argue if that's like an intentional choice or not. But I'm at the point where I'm going, I just wish like even random enemies wandering around would be better than to drive up to this spot and just take on a few waves again. Like it feels like you're playing trying to learn Street Fighter in the most boring way possible. Thank you. Beat these guys again and beat these guys again and beat these guys again. Like there's there's a really good wide linear game in here masquerading as a semi open world. And the game is at its best when it's not in its quote-unquote open world i absolutely agree and this was my um big criticism of my review and i don't remember verbatim what i wrote but i remember exactly how it feels i feel like a lot of games have what i call a circle mm-hmm. so when you I start would say a game, you, got... you don't call it a circle it is a circle but go on it is a circle yeah let's go... <laughs> it's it's they've got the circle but they start off and the game starts off amazing right it's like introducing mm-hmm. these new things the the character the setting the combat whatever and it feels all fresh and cool and it feels new and shiny. And then they're cool. Like, this is like getting you used to the game. And then it goes into the circle. And the circle will loop around as many times as it needs to before the developers say, 30 hours is enough. Let's get you to the end now. And what the circle usually is, is like the series of things you do, like, until you get to the end. But it's the same thing. Or until or you get to the next beat, I guess you would say. Exactly. And you nailed it when you said about the uh, the open world and the in-between the boss fights. Clearly, the best thing about this game were the boss fights. I didn't know what to expect. They all felt different. They were fun, quirky, funny. Like it's, It was just good, and some of them were very challenging. Like You really had to pay attention to what was happening, otherwise you weren't going to win. You couldn't just walk it in. But the in-between part, the open world um, straight up isn't that good. They have things like uh, mini games and stuff you can do, but... Essentially, I kind of dig some of the mini games actually, like collecting trash and like you know, wrestling (laughs) move gators is not something I would base a game around, but like as a mini game, it's very easy to understand, it's very easy to pick up. It's stupid, it's incredibly stupid in the best possible way. What was the the tanks in your like shooting? What were you shooting that would go towards the beach? Anyway, there's um. They all kind of like, I, I wanted more things like that. Um, but essentially what you'll end up doing is just finding those those areas to fight random enemies. 
of getting enough currency and then registering for the next fight is the and that's boring uh my my issue is like it's not preparing you for the type because i feel like a good boss fight in general is and i'm hardly the first person to say this is it's kind of like the exam for everything you've learned until then the problem is it's not teaching you anything in between the boss fights which sucks because like I want to like, which is why I keep on saying when this game's at its best, it's phenomenal. And a part of me is like, is it possible to score a game an A minus and a C plus at the same time? Yeah, I felt absolutely torn. And um, uh, when I was rereading my review or skimming through it, I should say, I always read my conclusion because it's like some sort of consolidation or of my thoughts about like who is the person that would play this game? Is there a person that would can play this game? And in this case, there is, but there's also people that wouldn't um obviously people hard to know who's going to be who is a weird thing because like because it's so weird it's such a weird game right but you could enjoy the weird but like be put off by other things like i super enjoy the weird like the presentation of this game chef's kiss but that that bit in between like uh getting enough currency to then go fight the boss that's not weird it's just repetitive and it got really monotonous and, and it doesn't that's teach not a small you anything part. is my big issue. It's like I could even deal yeah. with it being like a little bit like treading water if mm-hmm. I felt like I was learning something meaningful. But what's happened, I'm, I'm literally into the second, well, I guess, ninth ranked boss now. And like what I found mm-hmm. is, okay, I kind of was able to use those very, very, very standard enemies I was practicing against to learn the basics of the controls. But I, as soon as I'm in a, like, a much tougher fight, it's like, oh, I don't know how to utilize this in a useful way for this fight at all. I am going to die very, very soon. <laughs> um, I do like I do like the sushi stands. Yeah, I want to give this game some positive duo. Like the, the and the, like the Itadaki Must song song is funny. Like it really leans into how much of a nerd Travis really is. Yes, like uh, what uh, Taku. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's I, I don't know if that's that. like quite right because he just seems more of a generation. Like he's just like a generic loser in general. Like it's, it's like Otaku implies. <laughs> anime and like certain streams of video games that's a good I'm point like, there yeah. is more loserness to him than that um he's <laughs> like the I dude him, from I'm the big like, lebowski oh, except as, except <laughs> i would much rather hang out with the dude than the big lebowski and yet he's this amazing fighter <laughs> it's perfect i mean like amazing amazing fighter. like early on you've got like I've... so the original one was one of the first um and only Wii games was on my radar. The problem was, like many, many people, I bought a Wii and then two games later sold it again when I kind of saw where that thing was going. Mm-hmm. So I never actually um, played it. So, like, that's kind of partly why I was intrigued by this key. It was like, you know, I've always wanted to play that original and I just never gotten around to it. This is a really good um, excuse for it. So, you've got like two psychics, like, very, very early on when you're outside this hotel. Yep. And again, while you're in these, like, properly designed locations, it feels great. Um, yes. but like very early on, like you got this like son of foxy, weird kind of kinky anime chick, and like she comes in to save your life, and then a guy just rips her arms off, and then like the entire yeah, screen up. is just saturated with blood. But she's okay. And Travis, Travis is not Goku. Like it doesn't seem like he's some sort of guy who can take it when she can't. Like, <laughs> but whatever. That's the game this is, and I I do appreciate like it's knowing stupidity. Um. I like all the talks about Takashi Mika. I have not watched one of his films in a long time, but that explains a lot of the violence. Mm. I I would say that um, despite the fact that I found the the earning enough currency to get to the next boss was that part was boring. The boss fights and the lead ups and all that sort of stuff was so fun that 
I would do it to get there instead of just going, I I can't do this. Like we've all played those games where it really feels like a job to play the game. And yeah. I've, I've got a list. I've got a list of games that are like that. And you actually um, have a list. I wrote a list. Any any game that I reviewed, um, it's it's a small list of games that I go like these games are just abysmal, horrible, were a chore. Um, and then I've got a list of games that on the other side that are just out of the gate, amazing, some of the best games I've ever played, and a bunch of the somewhere in the middle, right? Um, but this one, um, as we keep on pointing out, is like, do I give it an A minus or a C plus? I kind of want to give it both. And I kind of feel that's that's where scoring really does fail is because we want to score one aspect a C plus. We want to score the other aspect an A minus. So it do we just aggregate it and call it a B plus? Or? It reminds me of the issue you have with like the annual big shooters where like the campaign and the multiplayer should basically have their own separate. separate like they, maybe maybe the uh, campaign's yeah. incredible, but the multiplayer sucks and nobody's gonna be there. Or hmm. or or vice versa. And it almost um I guess one thing I should actually really touch on, um, since I have been playing the PS5 version, is this game. I, I this kind of part goes back to me like saying I don't see the benefit of this being on a handheld other than it helping me. And apparently it runs like garbage on the Switch. I searched it on Digital Foundry a little bit before we started this, and the yeah. heading to the video, um, is tech in- issues impact a roller coaster of a game. That's it's, um... but it's sharp on ps i mean as it should be it is very sharp on ps5 (laughs) and like that has to be 60 frames a second locked like i refuse to believe it be anything and it's and you know what if you if i didn't know the switch version you told me you would not get me to believe it was a native returnal level ps5 game but if you told me this was a standard like ps4 ps5 cross-generational design with the hardware in mind thing aside from some crappy water effects i would believe you because the style is so strong it really does actually look I would expect very, very it to good. look and run a lot better. I didn't have any issues with how it ran uh, on the Switch. Um, like, I never died or missed time to jump or anything like that because of, like, some slowdown or some glitchiness or anything like that. So in terms of how it ran and how it looked, absolutely fine. I'm used to that sort of stuff. That being said, if I was to play this game on the PS5, I'd expect 60 frames per second, 4K screen, everything. That. All the bells and you whistles. You get that, and it actually looks great. It looks like this is how it should be played. So you're four to five hours in. Let's just uh, call it a five. Um, you've just beaten the ninth-ranked boss. I'm actually pausing in the middle of a fight with the ninth-ranked boss because the thing that took oh. me away from home when I thought I was going to have a chat, like some oh, no, okay. life, work, whatever crisis, kind of like caused me to like just hard pause that. I should have probably been into the eighth boss, and then you no know, life gets in the way. I, I must admit, like, um, the the spacing as well as the grinding for the currency uh, between each boss isn't – it was timed well enough that um, they were good places to save and then come back to. And some games really struggle – really struggle with um, that sort of thing where it's like if you're uh, um, just a busy person, you're a parent, you're whatever, you don't have much time – if if you have this ability to sit down for say forty minutes to play a game, but you've progressed enough where you feel like oh that's the next oh, I've done this part, I'm going to do the next part, but I'm going to stop and save it here. I'm going to go do my house chores or anything, and I'll come back in a few hours, and then I'll do the next part. Mm. It does that really really well, and 
I also it's like real. that it wasn't easy. Um, a lot of games like this, if the boss battles were just a complete walkover, like just you push them over, they're, they're dead. It's like it's easy to figure out. It's easy to beat. If that was the case, I really would have um, gone a lot more critical on this because, I mean, I don't know how you – I can't remember the 10th and 9th boss, but did you have any troubles with either of those guys? Um, 10th, no, 9th. I think I died the first time very, very quickly. Yep. So I think easy to figure out would be good, but I think what I want is like something that just requires you to stay like a little bit locked in. Yes. Yeah. Like alert. Like I need to. But I would like to know what's going on. Buttons. I think the thing that you should have had so far is like the challenges up until then did not teach you enough about the sort of shit won't. that might happen to you. Yeah, they still won't. Um, and I, the battles get really unique um, even further on where it's like the only time you're doing that sort of combat and that sort of style of fighting is kind of just in that. And I think that would have been a much better idea. Like, um, if I you're forced to, to go... honestly just be like, even if they went like Killer Seven level and Killer Seven, I actually legitimately loved Killer Seven. Um, like, <laughs> but if it was just straight up running down corridors and doing like properly just paced and segregate and learning fights, I think I would still, and then like a mini game on your motorbike, which would actually be kind of fun. I think, yeah, I personally. Would have preferred that to this empty, empty our city. It is empty. Um, it's pretty clear they just went with a map, uh, and then they went, "Oh, what can we add on the map?" It's like, "Oh, this new I section." Like they maybe didn't have the budget to do anything interesting with it, but that's what No More Heroes was, so that's what it had to be. I, I mean, I don't know what went on in the creative. No, n- neither do I. And, but I mean, we both seem to agree on the, the emptiness and the things that they throw in there. Um. It's not exactly like the map was designed around. It's more like here's an area in the map, just go yeah. where that dot is. And um, some of the maps are a real grind to just get around. Um, At least remember... there is fast travel, which especially if you're on a you know, <laughs> S, um, very fast hard drive console is going to be a nice addition to have perhaps. I know what the light t- load times yes. are like on the Switch, but the sigh implies that maybe they were not great. Yeah, some of the... Um... I just remember some of them when you're like um, trying to find like new sections to go to, like uh, go in this uh, area here and it highlighted it for you. It wasn't that hard to find, but what made it hard was to actually get there. Yeah, I got lost uh, already once actually, yeah. just because the map marker is not super clear and like you're just on the wrong That's side it. of the fence and how do you get around there? And it's sometimes it, it's, and it's like, just like it's a fence. You can't... I it's got a big invisible wall problem. Um, that's that's what I hate. I hate invisible walls. And uh, I think the wasteland map or section—I forget what it was called. Sorry, but that um that whole area just really bugged me because of all the invisible walls. So essentially, for people who haven't played it, you go in there and you kind of like go down these dirt roads, and there's like ruins of like houses and stuff each side. And sometimes you have to go in there and kind of like go around. It's like this maze. But it's amazing it doesn't make sense because it's like, oh, you can get here. But, oh, if you want to get to that section, you have to get out, move over to the side, move up here a little bit, come in through that little way and then go up. And it's it's not obvious. And the only way that you start traversing that a lot better is when you start just going through it countless times over and over again. So I'm And then you're just remembering the path. That's it. And... I mean, like, they even seem to, like, um, give up on the areas towards the end there as well, man. So... Yeah, you, you go to a few and then like, oh, now you have to go back there. Oh, now you have to go back there. Nothing's mm. changed. It's the same place. Um, and that was um, that was where those parts started feeling like filler. But 
I, I guess my I brain like just does feel like filler. I think it's like, like it just doesn't it need to be is. there. Um, yeah, it doesn't. And, and that's where it's like, um, when you kind of come to it, it's like uh, that, that bit starts to feel like the chore, but it's not the whole game. It's just part of the game. And that mm. part, the churry part was like, if you just beat a boss battle, and you go, okay, I know I've got to go to this new section. I've got to start fighting these random mobs so I can earn enough currency. Save it because I just don't have the energy to go through that right now. Whereas if a game is fun to play and aspects of the, the combat and everything else is just good, or if every time you went to a mob, it was as you said, it's like, oh, it's, this is kind of, tra- they've changed. They're training you to fight the next boss and it's yeah. going to get you good at this mechanic or something like that that would be so much better because then you want to play that. You want to go fight more mobs and maybe you enjoy it so much. It's like, and it I would earned feel enough super satisfying to have like, yeah, it would yeah. trick you into thinking you were smart, which is like a, a yes. one of the best games yeah. actually do. Um, yeah, this one's just, a, it's just such a weird one to like recommend it for or against. Like, I think it's my least favorite um, Suda51 game in the skin of what should be my favorite of the Suda51 games. <laughs> I haven't, like, actually played that many, but, like, the, the, you know, they you kind of remember that they have personality, um, if nothing else. Because it's, like, we've talked, we've talked, like, quite a lot of shit about this. Yes. But at its best, it's still it's, pretty freaking good. Pretty like, good. the good bits are pretty good. And I, I hope I got that across um, in my review where I said the boss battles... Uh, that the lead up to them, the boss battles themselves, and the outro of the boss battle are really fun. And overall, the style of the game is really fun. The style like, is, yeah. Yeah. And that's where I'd say, like, look, those parts are really, really good. Um, the But just don't go into it and think that all of it's going to be that because it has this one aspect that is in between those parts, and that part gets old real, real quick. And if you're happy to like play a game like that, then it's an A plus. If your life allows just a week of grinding, then a weekend of fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. But um, it's a long weekend. So. All right. No, that, okay. You know what? A weekend. Of, you know what? Two days of grinding and then a day of fun. Whatever. It's. Yeah. Okay. A bit more. I'll go with that. that. Yeah. And. And that's why I feel like um, I needed to be fair to the game because there are a lot of good things going for it. And if you can walk away with a game with a lot of happy memories and, you know, the fact is like, oh, yeah, that part was fun. It's like, great. And, yes, there is this other part. Don't ignore it, but don't ignore the good parts of it. Um, I personally felt the combat was actually really nice uh, for the vast majority of it. And I did feel like over time I was getting better at it. Yeah, that's the. I feel like like I'm at this hump, and like if this combat could just, and it would help if I wasn't playing other games at the same time. This is maybe a game to be completely immersed. That's a in. rough one with this one, it's man. Not... You can, it's um, it's a game that I kind of feel has its own pace and style, especially in the combat where you you can't just waltz in and expect to just be the best. Like even those mobs that we talk about, even, it's not like, that. It's just like. The button I pressed isn't doing what I expected it to because I'm conflating it with other combat systems is the issue. Like, that... (laughs) It's just, like, getting to the feel of it. Like, you need to... Like, I think you need to be dedicated. Yes. Yeah. You need to be able to know exactly what you're doing. I actually think I remember, like you, early on, and I mean really early on, having difficulties with, like, how the buttons were set up. 
And it seemed like that was actually a common uh, thing that people were talking about with it. But I guess like any game, um, it wasn't so obtuse that like, oh, you will never get used to this. Clearly you do. Um, but if you're chopping and changing between, especially other like, say, like third person combat things. Character action-ish games. Yeah. That then then that's clearly going to make your brain have these like because it also like again that's why I mentioned like I went back to Tsushima I like actually went back and forth and I found it like both games messed each other up for me. Yes, <laughs> I find uh, the same with um if you've ever played a fighting game, uh, let's just say Street Fighter. Um, typically speaking, you have two different types of characters. You have like uh, motion controls to the one punch, and then you've got charge for another where it's like hold back for two seconds, then forward in the button or whatever. And if you if you switch characters, like if you're playing, say, 20 games with someone, and then 15 games in, you go, oh, I'm going to switch characters to this other one, you'll find that you're still instinctively doing things yeah. that existed on the old character. And it's like, no, no, you're playing this character now. He you're playing No More Heroes now. You're not <laughs> playing <laughs> yeah. this other action game. Anyway, I, I think we're pretty much just about ready to wrap this up. I think so, yeah uh final thoughts on it like i I want you to go first because um i i want to see ever there was a game that needed a demo like honestly (laughs) my my i mean that is kind of like where i stand is like at its best this game is very very good um it's just when it's not at its best it's kind of at least so far and it sounds big at you like it's not going to change kind of a chore and it doesn't do enough to onboard you for when it will be at its best and maybe it's a quote-unquote personal responsibility thing to like get there so it sounds like if the weirdness of this seems like your thing and you're willing it's one of those cases where you're going to get out what you put in Mm -hmm. and you have to be aware of that going going in like you're going to have to by just based on your playtime put in at least five hours um, preferably without jumping back into Bayonetta or something else that's about to come out around the corner. Because um, that's going to mess mess up your feel for the combat system. Yes. Then yeah. definitely give it a look. I completely agree. That's, I mean, having played it uh, quite a few more hours than yourself, I felt that way for most of it. And right at the end there, that, that summed up exactly the conclusions that I came to with the review. Where it's like, okay, lots of things I like, but oh, and I think maybe my final thought, and it's it's very much just a spur of the moment thing I'm thinking of right now, is that maybe the reasons the the boring parts seem more boring is because the non-boring parts are so over the top, so extra, fun, funny, uh, eccentric, weird, and I like that. And then to go from that, yeah, it's like it's almost like an extreme end of both scales. Whereas, like, it's gone from this to this. And it's that's like why... It's like they just poured all of the salt into the soup and they had nothing else left for the viand. <laughs> like... There you go. That's that's it, man. <laughs> and I'm just going to say that's our thoughts and, um... No More Heroes 3. Um, yeah, Adam, thanks for, um, joining me in, like, because I, I could not hold this thing by myself. I would just look like a crazy person. And, um, <laughs> of course, if you want to see, um, Adam's full... We, we will not be reviewing the PS5 version that i've been playing because that would be mostly redundant um but if you want Probably. to see adam's original review from a year on a month or so ago then player2.net.au it's still there it's going to be there for as long as the site exists which will hopefully <laughs> be a while 
Um, I will probably come back with some more thoughts on this. I'm going to play this for like a few more hours at least. Um, and then in a couple of episodes time, um, check out the um, player two pixel cast. I'll probably have updated thoughts on there in two or three weeks time. I'm guessing the next episode of that will be, um, a pack special, which I actually live in Japan. So I will not be a part of that, but the episode after (laughs) I'm going to be like the only person alone. Yes. I, I I do fully intend to like update on this. I, I I think I owe it to myself and probably people who are confused by watching this video. <laughs> um yeah um yeah so yeah please if you enjoyed this like the channel subscribe whatever it is they tell you to do I actually, actually don't care it's just apparently this is what you say on YouTube don't videos know. now. <laughs> Player2.net.au. Eh. Peace out everyone. Strawberry. Strawberry. <laughs> uh. I, I don't understand. I hope you do actually. I don't get the berries. I don't understand. I I enjoy it, but I do not understand the berries.